Hello, and welcome to PW Kids Cast, the children's book podcast from Publishers Weekly. In each episode, we speak with authors and illustrators creating books for children and teens. I'm Emma Cantor, Deputy Children's Book Editor at Publishers Weekly. Today, I'm speaking with authors Henry Winkler and Lynn Oliver about their new book, Alien Superstar, Hollywood versus the Galaxy, due out October 5th from Amulet Books, which is sponsoring this podcast. Henry Winkler is an Emmy Award-winning actor, writer, director, and producer who has created many iconic TV roles, including Arthur the Fonz Fonzarelli on Happy Days and Jean Cousineau on Barry. Lynn Oliver is a children's book writer and writer and producer for both TV and film. She is currently the executive director of the Society of Children's Book Writers and Illustrators. Together, Winkler and Oliver are the co-authors of the best-selling Alien Superstar series and Hank Zipser and Here's Hank series. They both live in Los Angeles. In the third book in their Alien Superstar series, Hollywood vs. the Galaxy, Alien Buddy Burger is enjoying TV stardom, ironically playing an alien on a hit sitcom. But when the corrupt supreme leader from his home planet comes to Earth to forcibly bring him back, he threatens to sabotage the show and Buddy's fellow actors in the process. Thank you both for joining me. Hi, Emma. Great to be here. It is a pleasure. Welcome. And the two of you are both well-versed in the world of Hollywood. I'm curious, how did your experiences inspire your comic take on showbiz in Alien Superstar? Lynn, would you like to start us off? Uh, Yes, of course. So um, I, for many years, have written and produced and been a showrunner on lots of television shows. Henry, I think, has had some modicum of fame from... uh, Happy Days and from Barry and many other television shows. So we've both experienced life on the set. And um, so we thought when we were uh, conceiving this character of Buddy Berger, an alien, we thought if an alien came to Earth and wanted to see Earth at its most alien, where would it go? Well, it would go to Hollywood and it would be part of life on the set of an ongoing television series. Wonderful. And anything to add to that, Henry? You know, I was thinking that acting is the one art form you cannot do for or by yourself. You certainly enjoy it yourself, but you need either an audience or an acting partner. And taking these uh, children, uh, we know that children love stardom or the idea of stardom or riding in a limousine and red carpets. They love outer space. And putting the two elements together, these children that we have created are dependent on each other, which is um, a, a great lesson in life. Uh, it, it turns out that every character we have written in the 37 novels that we've done together, the children are always looking how to connect with what they see over there. How do I get over there and into that group? 
tell me, what's the Henry Winkler and Lynn Oliver origin story? How did the two of you first connect and decide to become a writing duo? Oh, I love it that we're now an origin story. Henry, <laughs> you, you started in all blue color. I was having trouble in 2003, 2002, um, finding work as an actor. A, a, a wonderful man by the name of Alan Berger, who was my agent at one agency, was now a manager at another agency. And I went to him for advice and asked and I asked him, would you represent me? And he said, while you're waiting, why don't you write children's books about your learning challenges? And I thought, well, I haven't passed anything that I remember in school. I couldn't do that. He said, I'll introduce you to my good friend, Lynn Oliver. She knows everything about children's literature. So I called Lynn and I said, I think we should have lunch. We did. Uh, we had lunch up the street from Paramount Studios. And the fish was horrible. <laughs> but the meeting was great. So let the in the meeting, um, Henry described to me his childhood where he had undiagnosed learning challenges, a compelling and touching story. Because here I'm having lunch with a person who has achieved the, the heights of success, and yet his childhood experience of not doing well in school was still informing his daily life. And I thought, um, I have uh, three sons. They don't have learning challenges, but they're, but they're boys in school, which sometimes can amount to the same thing. You know, they were fidgety and wiggly and, and mischievous and devilish and always, you know, in trouble. The, <laughs> the principal of my son's school said, your son is in my office so much that the chair across from my desk bears the imprint of his butt. <laughs> so I related to the fact that not every, that school isn't an easy journey for everybody. And we thought we hatched the character, Hank Zipser, who is a kid who is smart and has a lot of personality and is resourceful and creative, but struggles in school. And that was, a, that was, um, that was something that we both connected to emotionally and it also provided lots of opportunity for comedy, which is essentially what we write. After all of these years of fruitful collaboration, what do you enjoy most about working with each other? Do you know that the idea of when we first start, we sit opposite each other and we spitball ideas. We just throw out ideas that have been on our mind or just come to us and what is amazing is that an idea that has a life will immediately be like the ideas will flow from your head like a volcano, a, 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 a benign volcano. But the ideas come flying out. And when the idea is kind of dormant, when the idea is, is boring, it's very hard to create a whole story around it. And so we just let it go. I love that process. And I love the process that at the end of every day, 
and I, I've said this from the very beginning. I walk into Lynn's office. I have almost no idea of what we're going to do. And at the end of the day, there are four or five pages that are filled with stuff that wasn't there two and a half hours ago. And I am overwhelmed every single time. I think uh, the fact that we both were were trained in television really helps the collaboration too, because television is, as Henry said earlier, all production of of uh, media is a collaborative effort. So I think we're used to collaborating. So the notion that that the creation of a novel is a single author alone in a garret, opening up their veins and bleeding all over the the computer keyboard, I think doesn't apply to us. We actually have a tremendous amount of fun and it's very uh, stimulating. And so the process of creation is, is a pleasure. And I think it comes from the belief that both of us have that what we can make together is different and better than what we might be doing individually. You've spoken about that close in-person collaboration and both of your backgrounds in TV. I'm wondering, do you ever test out your material in sort of two-person table reads? Oh, that's interesting. We do that. We, um, When we're finished, uh, we read it back to each other. Lynn is a much better reader than I am. And we read it back and the mistakes or the excess uh, words, uh, the, the too much description is all very apparent. And so we whittle it down, whittle it down before we send it in for the first time uh, as a first draft to the publishers. Then we will do that again after we have rewritten it with the notes we got from the publisher. So yeah, we do do that. But I test out, um, I, I'm sure Lynn does too, uh, I test out uh, story ideas or things, oh my gosh, we wrote this today on my grandchildren, on Stacy, my wife, on our puppies, uh, and if they are at all interested, I know we're on the right track. You know, we start every day, uh, our writing session every day, by reading out loud what we wrote the day before which is a great process for if there are writers listening. It's a, it's a great process for sort of uh, lubricating the process. You know, all of us, when we sit down in front of a blank screen, uh, it's a little daunting. And so if you start out by by reading, especially out loud, what you did the day before, you the hope is that you flow right into that day's writing. And so we do that. I think it works pretty well. Yeah, it does. And also what is very important is that we try to find so many times the exact word that will convey to the child what we're thinking. Sometimes we uh, use words that might be beyond the age group we're writing for. And then we will meticulously, uh, Lynn will look for uh, through a thesaurus, and through all of the other guides we have, uh, and we will throw out, try on, and then find just that right word. That is a good feeling. That sounds like a, a really joyful 
dynamic process. Henry, looking at your many memorable acting roles from Happy Days, Arrested Development, and the upcoming French Dispatch, which I can't wait to see, um, you've been a part of so many strong ensemble casts where each character really shines. Do you feel like that emphasis on character building extends to your writing? Without a doubt. Without a doubt. The ensemble is a very touching concept to me. When it clicks, when everything on the set or in our writing room just flows like a river, I, I have been known to very quietly cry. As in TV and film, publishing involves the efforts of so many talented people working behind the scenes as well to bring stories to life. Lynn, I'd love to hear about your experience working with the team at Abrams, including your editor, Maggie Lerman. Oh, we've had such a great experience at, uh, at Abrams. Um, we chose Abrams for this project because they create books, not properties. They create real, honest-to-goodness, beautiful books. And that was of great interest to us. And they have not let us down in any in any way. Maggie has been an incredible editor. She's a writer herself, you know, and so she brings not only editorial skills, but the sensitivity of a writer to our editorial process. And um, it's a great experience for us. Uh, you know, that, that process of getting, doing your draft and getting notes from your editorial team can be a really delicate one because although we are collaborators, we're also writers, and so we get a little sometimes resistant, shall we say? Would you say that, Henry? You mean that I'm resistant to another person's idea? Did I? Have, no, I didn't say that. I said that we as a team sometimes can have a reaction to a note where you say, mm, that wasn't really what, what we had in mind. Yes, I, I say it with a little more passion than that. But yes, <laughs> I, would, I would have to say that you talk me off the ledge. So our experience at Abrams has been fantastic. Unbelievable. So we've always been sort of permitted the the creativity and the autonomy to have the final product reflect exactly the, the voice that we're trying to reflect. And so that's been a great process. And then the whole experience of Abrams supporting us in terms of book sales and touring, you know, it's been a very difficult time to have new books come out during the last uh, 18 months, as I'm sure you know, so we've all, we're all making the best of it in terms of not being able to, we toured for the first book, but haven't been able to do it for the second. And for this one, we're, we're doing it in another way. So Abram's ability to pivot and, and deal with the, the release of a, of an important new book during a pandemic has been great. And the, the thing is that this is the end of the trilogy of uh, Alien Superstar. So it's very emotional that the journey we started uh, with this young fellow uh, landing on the back lot of Universal Studios. And who is going to mention a rocket ship on the back lot of a movie studio? But from his time, from his first moment on Earth until the end of the trilogy has been quite an adventure. And as Lynn always says, we try to write, we're the entertainment for a child's reading 
not an assignment. We want them to want to read our books and laugh and be amazed and have fun, I think. I think that's especially true at this very moment in history, too. You know, we've all gone through a lot over the last almost two years. And think about the how how much effect uh, this whole period has had on, on kids, on their ability to be social, to go to school, to experience joy, to be worry-free. So if, if our books, by providing um, things to think about, but even more things to laugh about, uh, provide some some relief and some entertainment and some pleasure and some joy and some time away from um, worldly concerns. We think that's just great. Lynn, you announced that you'll be retiring from SCBWI at the end of the year, which coincides with the organization's 50th anniversary. First of all, mazel tov on reaching such a milestone. Thank you. How does it feel to be closing that chapter? And what are your hopes for the future of SCBWI? Oh, that's a great question. Well, yes, it, it, it did. It has coincided with the 50th anniversary. I started this when I was uh, minus seven. <laughs> <laughs> Still an embryo. Uh, and 50 years is a very long time to do anything. I have loved my experience with SCBWI beyond words. I feel like so lucky that my three careers, my career as a mother of three sons, my career as a, as first a television writer and producer, and then as an author, and my role in the SVWI have all coincided and all support one another. And I think that's very, very few people can say that, that they're all parts of their lives have been integrated in one common passion. So I feel so lucky for that. I don't expect that to end. I, do, I will, I I won't be the the day to day executive director of the organization. I think it's time for new uh, new energy and new visions. But I, of course, it is my community and my love. So I plan to stay uh, connected and do whatever I can to help out, especially in the legacy area of it, in in the charitable work of SCBWI. So, and then that is my community. Those friends that I've made through SBWI over fifty years are my. That that's my my writing core. That's that's sort of the the core of my um, creative impulses, and I'm I'm so happy to play a role to have supported so many the emergence of so many careers, and um, and now it's time to enjoy enjoy that and let other people uh, kind of take center stage. I'll still be a writer always, and and Henry and I still have more more projects to write, but. Um, I think 50 years is, you know, I, I think it's time to take a breath. If I can jump in and be very, um, and be very open, Lynn will retire, but will never walk away. Mm. This is, this is something that she has created. She is a walking encyclopedia about every aspect of children's literature. She knows every human being that even has a twinkle of writing a book before they set pen to paper. So um, this is a world that uh, is like the lifeblood of Lynn. It, it really is wonderful what an impact you and SCBWI continue to have. 
well, I hope so. I hope it, it, it's all positive. You know, there's so much change going on in the children's book industry, which you, you at, at PW cover so beautifully. And I, I think it's a challenging time for everybody, but a, a time of, of growth and, and representation and, and the field has been so responsive to social changes that I think it's it's really an exciting time to be a creator of books for children. There's the the world is is open to new ideas, new kinds of stories, and I think it's a great time to see those stories emerging and available for all kids. I really believe in the statement that books are windows and mirrors, and so the more windows that open and the more mirrors that reflect, the better we are as a culture. All very true. Well, now that your Alien Superstar trilogy has wrapped, so to speak, what can readers look forward to next from the two of you? Well, we had an idea that we wrote. It was supposed to be uh, a little book of three stories for the very beginning reader. Uh, a thousand words each story. And we wrote one story, which is about 4,500 words about a little duckling who has a dream of being a detective. Ha. And she's great at it. And she has wonderful friends uh, that live on and around her pond. Finally, I have to ask, is there any possibility of a screen adaptation for Alien Superstar or your other series? We are working very hard right now with, uh, with a company, with two companies, as a matter of fact, to bring Alien Superstar into an animated television show because we think that it lends itself really um, uh, beautifully uh, into that genre. And uh, other people so far are thinking the same thing. And we've just worked out on the story. We're working out uh, um, the artwork of, of what they will look like uh, animated. And so we're very excited to bring that out into the world. And Hank Zipser, you know, what was a television, has been a television series. It was, it was produced in England. And so... Uh, it's been primarily seen in the United Kingdom, but I think has been available here. And we yes. we would love to see the the spinoff. Here's Hank uh, brought brought to the screen as well. You know, it's you know they're 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 smart and they're funny, but they're also about kids with learning challenges. And one in five kids in America has some kind of learning challenge, so it's very relatable. You know, if it's not you, then it's the kid sitting at the desk next to you in school. So. We're we're hopeful about that as well. Alien Superstar is such a a natural for screen and television because, uh, you know, we don't intend to to write it that way. But I think since we both came out of a visual medium, and we both like comedy and pace, they the the novels kind of feel very adaptable. Definitely. Well, it sounds like there's a lot to look forward to. Certainly for us, we hope for everyone else, too. Absolutely. Well, congratulations to you both on the new book, and thank you so much for speaking with me. Thank you.
What a pleasure. Thank you for all of the work that PW does to help uh, support and promote uh, children's books. You're invaluable. That's so nice to hear. Our pleasure, too. Once again, I've been speaking with authors Henry Winkler and Lynn Oliver about their new book, Alien Superstar, Hollywood versus the Galaxy, which is due out October 5th from Amulet Books. Thank you for listening to PW KidsCast. 